Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everybody to the Revenge Body After Show, Season 3, Episode 6, The Emotional Eater and The Dancer. We're going to be talking about parental influence, trust, and dreams. Oh my. And we have a special guest, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey. Hey. hey! I never yeah. get tired of this song. Me either. <laughs> yes. I love it's, it. It's very club. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, girl. That's how we raise the room. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Revenge Body After Show. I am your host and a fellow cast member of the Revenge Body team, uh, D. Ren Anderson. And I also have with me the lady who's on her own Revenge Body journey, Raven French. Hello, guys. <laughs> and we also have a cast member from season three, season two, I'm sorry. Yes, Mike Ann, two. he's a fellow vet. Up top. Yes. yes. Love that. Thank you for your service. Thank you. you see that? Yeah. The, the producer yeah. 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 Yes. Um, so, for those of you who are wondering, Tiffany cannot be here today, unfortunately, but she'll be back with us next week. And this is my first time moderating. And so, we're going to see how this goes. I'm they loving the energy Stay tuned. so far. Stay tuned. I don't know what I'm missing, but this is fantastic. I cannot wait. We're taking this thing off the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm really excited. Okay, so, before we start uh, anything, uh, let's talk overall thoughts. What are you guys' overall thoughts on the episode? Holy cow. Like, wow. Um, yeah. I felt there was so much to process in that episode uh, mm-hmm. with Haley's with Haley's journey with her father and that confrontation and then the reveal and, and Annie going on her own journey. Like, yeah. I understand. I understood her story so well because I understand what it is to be something and to identify herself as something. Like, she identified herself as being a dancer. Okay. And that's how she knew who she was. That was her identity. And then she lost that. Mm-hmm. And to feel disconnected from who you really are and then having to go on this, like, soldier's, like, the hero's journey. Like, travel that's really what it world. was. Yeah. To, to get back to, oh, this is me. I forgot for a little while. It's like having amnesia yeah. for, like, who you truly are, who the core of you is. And then she got back to that and was amazing. And Haley, like, she, like, stared down her dad, who yeah. drew a gun on her. Like, first of all, that confrontation was buck wild. And, and then, but seeing her tonight, uh, watching the show, yes. oh my, yes. wow. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later because we actually all went to the uh, screening party to, with Haley and yes. Annie. We left before Annie had got there because we had to come and do the show. But, uh, wow, yeah, the amount of confidence she exudes and stuff like that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Raven? Major, that uh, your observation of the things we use that validate us, that mm-hmm. identify us, I personally find it a little dangerous to have something validate you. Mm-hmm. Or um, I get it. It's human nature. I find it dangerous. But as a parent... You know when I see these kind of shows mm-hmm. with the dad, I just want to. You always say you're a parent. Team. Can you give us some context around that? Do you have, do you have- I have uh, two dogs, a cat. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
true story. I do have two dogs and a cat, but I also have two daughters. They are young adults now. Uh, what? Twenty. One and twenty-two. Okay. One and 22. Get out. You yes. liar. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I thought you were saying like under two and six. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> but, and I've fallen into some of those traps because parents, we live in our fear of what we don't want for our kids and it comes out wrong. When you don't want your child to be overweight, it's not because you're embarrassed. You're afraid of what people will, how people will treat them. So, but oh. it comes out in a mean way and mm. I've done it before. Really? I have. We I have, have not done dug, dug into that this uh, show. I've done it before. So, so but I've apologized to my daughters. Once I, once I grew up and realized like, whoa, I, I was projecting my fear. She doesn't care. I was projecting my fear and worried about what when people did would you think like, do. When did you... I probably apologized to my kids just overall because I said, look, at this point, you just got to go to therapy. I think the best thing <laughs> I did. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline the best I could, okay? But... You picked up the bill, though, right? Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I did just say, oddly enough, they were like, Mom, you did great. You know, it was my own, like, whoa, once I started realizing... How did you get the revelation, though? That's what I wanted, because, like, when we are on the show, and we're going through this stuff, and we're confronting people, which you can attest to this, it's usually, they're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I pulled a gun on her. Or, yeah, I pulled a gun. Like, you know, so you how did you to get to that? Be, you have to want to be better. You have to want to be your best self. And if you say that, that's not a physical thing. It's, it's all the other stuff. And for me, it actually came about through romantic relationships. Because you're, I'm growing in that, and then you just realize what type of person you are overall. Gotcha. It's like, whoa, I, I do that. Because you don't just do something in one situation. You do this thing all the Across time, the good or bad. So then I have to look at myself, and it's like, oh, man, I... That's not nice. You know, (laughs) you start to realize those things. A lot of what you discover is when you realize what you're accepting from other people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm accepting this attitude or I'm accepting this... this negativity, and mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just accepting it. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a realization mm. that uh, what I'm taking, what other people are putting at me, and I'm investing in right. my own body, yeah. I'm ingesting it. And you have to like come to your own realization of that, and then force yourself to be the positive change you want to be mm-hmm. in the world, Mr. Gandhi. You know, like yeah. absolutely. Yes. And yes. if you want to help someone, you you kind of realize, as a parent at least, your fault in it. So yeah. and that, the same thing in r- romantic relationships. It's not. It can't be the other person. You have to recognize your fault in the situation. Mm-hmm. So in my parental relationship, whatever I deem as like unhealthy or negative in my children, I have to now recognize my fault in it. So it it that's really great because that's going to segue us into our first topic, which is about uh, parental influence, which that was kind of heavy here in this episode for two very different reasons on very in- mm-hmm. uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, you had Haley, who her parental influence was in a negative way. Um, and then you have Annie on the other end, uh, end of the spectrum where her parental influence 
with her father was in a positive way, but so much so that she felt like she would let him down that she did not, mm-hmm. you know, so she kind of lost who she was in the process. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about right now as, as parental influence, and I'm, that's why I'm happy that you brought that up about talking about that. What do you guys think about the discussion Annie had with her, I mean, Haley had with her dad overall? What do you think about that discussion? My chair's too low. <laughs> I had, I'm looking for the My too low. I had, <laughs> I had a lot of... Uh, Connection with her story. Uh, I've, okay. I've, I've had it my own my own history, and to see her like have that conversation and the denial. The denial's mm. tough, but you have to know it's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you know, like I'm going to go and I'm going to speak my truth, and then you're going to give me your version of your truth. And somewhere in there is you know like an outsider's viewpoint, but you go in there to kind of get that off your chest so you can move forward because mm-hmm. that's what the reveal is all about is right. to have this this moment of like this sucked right i'm moving on with my life after this but yeah. you get that closure on it um that was it was powerful and i have who did you just in case people don't know who did you reveal to uh so my reveal was to to my ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, ex-fiance mm-hmm. um she had uh left me uh found out she was cheating on me while i was i was serving the military and that was its own that was its own thing yeah mm-hmm. um but I had realized that I had changed uh, through the course of our relationship. I wasn't what, who she started the relationship with because um, I was dealing with my own shit, uh, PTSD, my own, you know, thing. just my own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you understand. Yes, I do. I mean, I really do. But a lot of that stuff, too, um, really does come from your childhood. And, it does. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like part of becoming an adult mm-hmm. that nobody teaches you, we don't get lessons on, it's not part of school, is learning how to forgive your parents Yes. And then be your own adult. Mm-hmm. Yes. No longer letting them have that influence on your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely a thing I always try to tell parents. And I'm not even a parent, but I'm speaking for, I always speak from a child. That's why I don't, when parents are like, you don't have kids, so you can't tell me. But I'm like, I've been a kid. So right. I can tell you from the kid's you are, standpoint. You have parents. Right. Um, that the number one thing is for the parent to meet the child where they are at, mm-hmm. not the opposite way around. That's mm-hmm. not how it was designed. That's not how it worked. Because the kid does not have the infrastructure, does not have the tools mm-hmm. or the know-how. They have not been on this earth long enough to know how to meet you where you are at. Right. So that's one of the biggest components, I think, that makes a parent a great parent. You don't have to have all the money in the world. You don't have to have all the best job. You don't have to have the best education. But if you can meet your kid where they are at and foster their skill sets mm-hmm. and foster what they do, even if it's outside mm-hmm. of you, you're a great parent. Mm-hmm. You're a great parent, and I really believe that. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, because you have two full-fledged grown daughters, <laughs> right? What was what was the, the hardest part about, did you feel like you met them where they were at? Let me start there. Yes. It's not always easy, okay. or it's, and it's not always the first choice. Sometimes it's like, okay. my bad, <laughs> and then I have to go back, you know? And sometimes it's just easy. Yeah. if they don't do what you think they should do, it's not always easy, but you know they're people, and but that's what I tell them about me. We're people. Even Haley's dad, as unnatural as that is for me to see that type of abuse, if I pull him aside, he has a story. Something right, happened because we him. didn't hear his Something. full story. Right, right. Yeah. for you to be able to behave that way and and do that to a person, let alone your child, a little person. She, you know, calling her piggy and things. She was five. That's a little person. 
so there's some something there for him too. If I just was his therapist and sat down, I'm sure it'd be like, come on, Dr. Phil. Come on, come on, Dr. Phil. He kept saying, like, you know, you pushed my buttons, which is an excuse in my opinion. But Mm -hmm. to me, that tells me that something happened in his history where that was how it was. And so Mm -hmm. that was what he had learned through his past events. It actually sounds like something specific to females. Mm -hmm. To quote him, it says, oh, that's a, I didn't see, I didn't pick up on that. You thought it was more so a female thing. Yeah, because it it seemed, not Patrick. Not Patrick, yeah. You know, it seemed. Oh, because he said, and this, because I wrote this down. He said, Mm -hmm. you push my buttons. You constantly pushed my buttons. Mm -hmm. And I thought when he had said that, and I always try to look from the male's perspective, because sometimes me and we get a bad rap nowadays. Mm -hmm. But I just always thought. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, and past generations, dads have not been doing a good job. Um, but that's your that's that's the kid. Mm-hmm. How can they constantly push your button? Like I, I just that lie that logic didn't, didn't alcohol happen. was a problem too. So then we yeah. know there's some other something there. But I do want to say this, I'm all about a person's bad does not outweigh their right and their right does not outweigh their bad. Mm-hmm. When eighteen from the storyline, uh, when her mother got terminal cancer, her dad moved back in to step in and help. When they were talking, her dad didn't walk out. So I mean he does have some some traits mm-hmm. there. That's why I guess I was trying to understand the balance with mm-hmm. him and kind of where he lied because he didn't walk away. My daddy walked away. He was like, I ain't dealing with this bullshit. I'm gone. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He did not walk away. Um, and then at 18, when they were going through this stuff and he had got kicked out the house or moved out, he moved back. Now, we don't know the context of, of mm-hmm. what that was like. But that is kudos that he did come back. Mm-hmm. And I do want to acknowledge that part. Amen. And the thing about people, unless you are a sociopath, <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't think we, we are judging things as right and wrong. And people's mind, they're living from their perception yes. of whatever life has been. Yes. There is no right or So that's heavy. We talked about when you reveal to someone. That is heavy, like abusing you. What? Yeah. What would you he's do? he's not seeing it that way. What would you do if next season... Oh, the producers, they saw the show. They're like, ooh, let's dig into Raven's past. They pull up her one of her kids be on the show. The next year, instead of her sitting up here talking about the topic, mm. she is the topic. Mm. I what would pull you? them to the side and be like, I told y'all. Like, this house stays in this house. Better not. We're a team up in here. Would you, know? you would you be upset if they if they uh, confronted you about your parental things on camera like that and real to you? I would, no, I wouldn't be upset. I would be Embarrassed. Okay. Yeah, uh, but not upset because I just. It's stuff still now that my kids are like, Mom, it's okay. Like, really? So you like, hold on to a heart. I'm so sorry that I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, and I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing because one of the things that for parents um, is that. Uh, what did she say to make him when she was talking to Chloe earlier and Chloe has said um, make hold him accountable it's something about a person being held accountable right you can't change the past that's not mm-hmm. why people do this that's not why at least that's not why I did it it's not like people want to change the past but to know that you know that I know that you know that you messed up mm-hmm. and that, and if you know that you messed up that means you will hopefully do better it means so much more mm-hmm. and people have a hard time with just admitting that they were wrong you fucked mm-hmm. you messed up excuse me you messed up <laughs> Right? Just own it. You messed up. I'm down. I know. Calm down. I know. Calm down. It's over. Daddy, it's you over. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's that's my thoughts, but 
Uh, this is a horrible transition, but I'm going to try this out. <laughs> we have a message for our viewers, right? <laughs> yeah, so that we could clear the air. Consider this some sage right here. No, Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> we, as you can see, have so much fun on this show. I am really enjoying the show and meeting all of you guys. I got to work out today. So... Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking this journey with us, for watching the show, for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. We love it here. We love you watching. Keep it coming. So if you are on YouTube right now, go ahead and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and give us the five-star rating and continue to watch. Continue to tell your friends to watch. And if you're not watching Revenge Body, you don't know anyone who, you know someone who's not watching Revenge Body, tell them to get on board. Come on. And then watch us after. Okay. Make sure you go back and check out season two, too. Yes. 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 Because I was mad when I saw your show. Like, I mean, we'll get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into all that. We're going to get into all that. Okay. So, um, next up, we're going to talk about is trust. And I think that was a big thing, especially for uh, Haley and Annie in two different ways. Haley's Mm -hmm. trust, really, when she was talking to Corey, um, and he has said, you need to give people the benefit of the doubt. And she says, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And then um, when he was saying for tr- uh, to ask for her trust, and she, he said, the first people to hurt me was my own family. That's what he had said. Mm-hmm. So trust is a really, really huge thing. And then for Annie as well, she just didn't trust herself, as we were talking mm-hmm. earlier, to even live up to this expectation that she felt like her father had. How important or how hard has trust been for you guys? Oh, I'm pretty In your personal trusting. development. I'm I'm the opposite, where I should learn to not trust. (laughs) Really? Or to my friends are good at it, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, you. All he said was hello. How'd you you know he was married with three kids and a dog and a cat? I didn't pick up on that at all. (laughs) They're so good at it. Me, I'm like, hi. Well, he's talking to me, or she said she was nice or presenting herself a certain way. I am horrible. Really? Getting better, but I I shouldn't even say better because now it's just. I'm more isolated than I than what's normal, natural for mm-hmm. me. I'd just rather keep my people that I know, mm-hmm. and they probably won't do anything. And whatever they do, we know each other personally enough to say, hey. right? And you probably already saw it coming. You know somebody well enough like that. Like, well, that's right. in your kind of your wheelhouse. You exactly. already shady. I already knew you exactly. was going Yeah. What about you? Uh, I found that the like, trust has. I used to trust like blindly. And then I, I just have a lot of trouble initially trusting someone. Like, yeah. trust is something you have to earn with me. Yes, and it has me to, too. Like, it's consistency and it's time. It's like going to the gym. Yeah, okay. You know, it's, you know, every day you wake up and, like, you are continue to be an honest and authentic human being. And mm-hmm. over time, if you say you're going to do something, you keep your word, then mm-hmm. I start to learn to trust you more and more. And then we develop that relationship. Yeah. But if uh, I don't know you from Adam... And you mm-hmm. tell me something, I'm not going to believe it. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. How was it for you trust in your in your um, workout? Because you had a special trainer. Mm-hmm. You had a special trainer. Trust for me during my thing was a big part, right? Me mm-hmm. and Simone, we had a very bumpy part for the half for the first half because I just didn't trust her. I didn't trust anybody. I didn't know nobody. Mm-hmm. And so trust to me is a huge factor, mm-hmm. and I don't give it away freely. I'm a, I'm a cancer, so you know I'm very. I, too. I know, I know. I'm jealous, but mm-hmm. I have not gotten to work out with Simone yet. And really? I was a dance minor in college. Simone? What? And, yeah. We got a dancer. That's uh that keep that low key for the most part. <laughs> Were you in your Peter Pan tights? Just uh, I did uh, I did contemporary and more oh, okay. and interpretive. So I did a lot of like you know, oh. yes. so on the next episode, we're gonna have a dance segment. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
but uh, but like I've always wanted to work. I've watched Simone's episodes. I'm like, mm. <laughs> she can teach me. I can learn how you. She's my head awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, um, it's one of those type of things that working with Simone is like she will get to the point. She's mm-hmm. she's a very great teacher. She don't take no stuff. That's you're, smile. You're here to work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't be fooled by the little petite. She's mm-hmm, totally one hundred percent. Who was your trainer? Uh, my trainer was Aaron Williamson, and the trust that he was a he was a veteran. He was a Marine, so that mm-hmm. automatically yeah. okay, it's something about meeting someone else who's in the service mm-hmm. uh, where the trust automatically is not necessarily one hundred percent, but most people that you give them like twenty when you first meet them, yeah. you get somebody in the military maybe like sixty. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a benefit of the doubt they automatically mm-hmm. get because you've been like we have a shared experience, yes. a shared mm-hmm. history. We understand we speak the same language. Yeah, like, I walked into the gym. And he's the devil dog is there, like yeah. looking swole as hell. Uh, <laughs> Work out. Pete Koch was there. You know the Heartbreak Ridge and and recognizable faces. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All yeah. these bodybuilders. Oh, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay, it's time for me to work. And you know that made it real easy. And then after talking, connecting with Aaron, you know, swapping some stories, like being to some of his similar places. Mm-hmm. Um, it was real quick to develop that like relationship. Like uh, today's his birthday. Man just turned forty. Looks incredible. Happy birthday! Yeah. Wow. I, just, like, I hope I look half that good when I'm. Today's 40. Latrell's birthday too. The trainer Latrell. Yes. Oh, yes. happy birthday, happy Latrell! Birthday, Lana. Uh, we need to go karaoke again. Like again, she karaoke's. Oh yeah, last season he we went karaoke again. after the finale. Like a bunch of us went out uh-huh. and did karaoke. I love together. karaoke. We're gonna set that up. Okay, so we're, we're gonna do that. Um, so I mean. Trust, especially speaking of personal development, I relate to Annie so much that sometimes we mm-hmm. uh, we don't do certain things because of this big, big expectation of it. You know, mm-hmm. one of the type of things that um, I, I used to do a lot of like speaking and talking to people and personal development and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden people would just be like waiting to see. And then it's like you have no room to grow, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. then I stop telling people like I do that or stop mm-hmm. talking to people about mm-hmm. it or stop, you know. And now going through this stuff, and especially when I saw Annie, it was just like, you just got to be free. You have to really have yes. to free yourself, mm-hmm. you free do. your mind. Yeah. And Very the true. rest will follow. Hey, <laughs> become a blind. There's our karaoke. So shallow. Okay. okay. Yes. I was, when, I think it was, oh, yeah, when Haley told Corey about just not trusting people, I, it just makes me think of how I took a yoga class. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I need to go back. Eddie <laughs> uh, has inspired me to go back and get you know get back. She was around and yes, just yes. it, girl. But it was one moment where I kind of and fell off the pose, and the instructor said, "Don't make a story out of it." And from then on, I recognized that because the. What do you mean by "don't make a story out of it"? So they're sticking to their story. She's sticking to her. My father was this. My father was that. My father was that. That's all true. But the, the brain doesn't control us. We control it and what we tell it. So she keeps telling that story. Her saying, don't make a story out of it, in my instance, was, now I'm going to keep thinking, I fail, and that's going to be my story. Oh. I fail. Every time I do this pose, I fail. I fail. I can make the story. Look how hard I'm trying. Look at me going to yoga at this age, and I haven't ever been. And you make your story. And so they're sticking to their stories, and we have a—it's tough. I'm not— Saying that it's not tough, but but we create that. Narrative. We create the story. The same way I told my children, you could say, "Mom, we were here, we were there, we were this, we were that," or you can say, "Look how hard my mom tried. Look mm. at no matter what happened, she got back up." We make the story, yeah, and the brain believes the story. 
It's not the other way around. We're letting it be the other way around in life. And so now we're controlled by these things. Yes. I find like Absolutely. that's that's where the weakness comes from. Like whenever I, I, I slip from my diet or I fail to go to the gym or work as hard in the gym as I mm-hmm. as I want to, you know, I get in the gym and it's like, oh, I'm tired. It's been a mm-hmm. long day. I didn't get to go in early in the morning like I usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already did this today, so mm-hmm. I don't have to work as hard. You know, it's that little excuses you make up, mm-hmm. like give it a backstory of why mm-hmm. this isn't going to work out. It. Yeah, to validate mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and then that becomes that crutch that you lean on as you limp <clears throat> your way out of whatever situation you were in, yeah. rather than like giving it your all instead of going mm-hmm. in there with that mindset. That, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to just do this and beat my head against it mm-hmm. until I do it well. It's a trained behavior. Yes. It's a trained behavior. Yes, I think mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we we definitely have more control than what we think, and we can either allow ourselves to trust or not to trust. One of the things that I did notice about Haley, and I thought it was so awesome when her, well, the beginning part wasn't, because when her dad left, her dad had hugged her and said, I love you, but she didn't say it back. She said, okay, I'll see you later, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so she's not in the place. She's still mm-hmm. warming up, which nobody changed her right. And she had said that right then there. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. But then when Corey had at the end said, I love you, she said, I love you back. And I thought that, was, that showed yeah. her growth. That mm-hmm. showed how much she really pushed through. Mm-hmm. And that she lost 64 freaking pounds. Oh, drop! Can we drop a bomb or something back in the studio for her? Like sixty-four. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Take over twelve weeks. Yes, that is what, what I can't even do that math. It's what like five plus pounds a week. That is crazy. Is that five plus pounds? Yeah, a week? like five see. times twelve is sixty. So yeah, yep. it's five plus pounds a week. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were right. It's five point three. Mm. He didn't believe it. Oh my god! Trust. Don't you trust? Years, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, sixty. She lost forty-two inches. Yeah. Wow. Talk That's like a little kid. Yes. Did you did you see? Did you see thirty six inches off of Amy? Thirty Amy, I'm sorry. Annie. Annie. Mm-hmm. Thirty six inches. inches. That was uh, and like she's a tall athletic build. Like that mm-hmm. is that's hard. Mm-hmm. That is hard to do. That was motivating. One of the things about Annie that really because we had the same trainer mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that was very interesting is I was able to see Simone in a different light. Because what's what me with Simone <clears throat> it was more about uh, uh, I saw her her actual workout. I was on the trampoline and I was doing mm-hmm. the, the you know all that type of stuff, the dance cardio and all that uh, stuff, which is really really great. Which we're gonna talk about later when we work out. It helped. It has helped me so much in my endurance. So running is much better for me and all that stuff because I do a lot of. Uh, you killed uh, it today. Yeah. Sunday support group. Yes, yeah, Sunday support group with Leon. Um, and but to see her with Annie, you could tell that they had such a connection that they mm-hmm. had because of the dancer background. Because it's mm-hmm. almost like like us being veterans yeah, or something I like that. Say that. And it was so awesome because I've never seen Simone in a dancer's light. Mm-hmm. And so to see her dancing in the beginning was like, whoa, that was so amazing. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. It was. Yeah. There's a little, little peek in the background. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So was, that was very, very, very nice. So next we have some news and gossip. What you got for us, Ray? All right, let's see. What what do we have? Okay, guys, that's Logan. And I'm bringing Logan back because last week I kind of fumbled on his single. His single, guys, is Run. That is his single that is out. He is a musician. Please follow him. Look how amazing he looks. And he's always so happy. I really love that about him. And he really is like that in person, just super encouraging. So follow him. Go to SoundCloud. Listen to the song. Support him. And... Real That's quick, he he missed Sunday support groups day because he rode his bike to the wrong location. 
um, uh, Javi told me that. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to pick him up next week. He's gonna. I'm gonna make sure he's there. Yes, because he's been missing him. Yeah. So for those, because I know we've been like dancing around this. So for, for Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, Revenge Body Cast members Leon <clears throat> from Glove Works is fantastic. Yes, and he has allowed us. Uh, we come and work out with them, the Revenge Body mm-hmm. Cast. That's the I, next picture. If you can bring that next picture up. Oh, yes. there we go. There we go. Okay, yes. So we all worked out today mm-hmm. on Sunday for Fun Day, mm-hmm. Sunday Fun Day, Sunday support group. Mm-hmm. And Raven came today. I, came. I have a new appreciation for what it is that these guys have accomplished. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. That kicked my butt. Oh, it's a yeah. it's smoke like every yeah. Sunday works me hard. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm, I love the gym. I love lifting weights. It's what like Aaron taught me to do. And then my cardio is in there, but it is it's different type of cardio when you get those gloves on and you're just throwing with your hips. Like, yes. 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 So if you guys are he's in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Um fourteen fifteen. Mm, something like that. Yeah. Fourteen fifteen Wilshire, right? Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah, that is the address. Yes, Wilshire and so Santa yes, Monica. guys, check him out. And that was us at well, that's me with Haley. Yes. Um that, that was her suit. premiere. Look at her. Can Fit we honor fly, that honey. outfit? Look, oh my goodness, all kinds of amazing. Um, so she's a rapper, if you guys didn't know, a plus size model. Paradox is her is her rapper name. I gotta Paradox. check her out. Mm-hmm. Yes, so check her out too. So much talent on this show. And since we have Mike sitting right here, we might as well get the news directly from him on what you're doing right now. Uh, so I'm a camera operator here in mm-hmm. uh, here in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, like I just shot uh, the Quiet Riot new music video, be coming soon. You remember Quiet Riot? Yeah. You know, Quan all, all girls and boys. Let's find the noise. Um, uh, then I've been. Sh- you'll actually be able to see me on um, some Disney show and a uh, HBO show that. here soon. Like, I can uh, totally see you on a Disney show. Yes, yes. <laughs> are, are you like an older that. brother? No, I'm just a, I'm just an office worker. I'm just you know. Oh gotcha. I can see you as an older brother. You remember Hannah Montana's older mm-hmm. brother? Yes, Something yes, like yes, that. Yes, I can yes. totally see you that as the Hannah Montana's older brother. Oh. And then uh, if you've ever heard, of, have you ever heard of the Forty Eight Hour Film Project? Absolutely, I've done yes. it. I've done uh, it. Uh, next Thursday, be screaming, screening at LA Live. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And people can come. Yeah, you can come. Like, uh, there's like a dozen showings. There's so many showings. And which, what did you do there? Uh, I was a lead in a film um, called uh, Upper Keeper mm, Fixer Upper. There we go. Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. So you're a lead in a short film, Fixer Upper. Mm-hmm. So and it's safe screaming. to say you're an actor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the talent! I love it. And when did, and and it and it airs? Uh, the, the, the screening start Thursday, um, the eighth, fourteenth Thursday, the fourteenth. Um, the first one's at seven. There's tons of them. They go through all week. When is yours in particular? Uh, I'm sorry. When is your screening? Um, the first screening is seven p.m. Got you. 7 p. Yeah, Thursday. seven p.m. And where's it at? Uh, the LA Live Regal. LA Live Regal. Okay, will you be there? I'll be there. So people yeah. can come and they can watch you and they can take pictures yeah, with you. Yeah, take and some Instagram out. photos. Love it. Yeah. And he's yes. keeping up with this revenge body, guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's come okay. check it out. I just wanted to say, revenge body. Like I talk, I see you guys out there. Like and I see you posting on social media and like posting on the revenge body page. I get messages from you. Um, Asking for help to start your journey, and the I thing, get those too. I thought, I okay, yes. The okay, thing yeah. that I learned about revenge body is the journey starts here and it starts here. You know, it's mm-hmm. making the decision because we get we get a, we get a lot of help. We get the tools, we get the trainer, um, we have the support. But it all starts like I kept it up on my own, and mm-hmm. right. just making that habit. Like, oh, this is what I eat now. This is this is what I put in the body to give me the fuel so that I can go to the gym. And I go to the gym so that I have the energy to go attack my career and attack my personal life with the, with the 
effort that uh, that I've learned how to to put in. You know, it's mm-hmm. putting that work in, and it's making the conscious decision. This is how I want to live my life now. Right. This is who I am and who I want to be, mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep working to be that person and not just wait for somebody to give it to me. Because most of us, we're never going to get this opportunity. Like, right. This was winning right. the lottery. I'm 100% grateful for everything that I got here, mm-hmm. but. It's about you. Like everybody on the show doesn't. You just don't. Oh, look! I'm on the show, so now I'm going to be lose all this weight. Because there were some fabulous. people that didn't stay yeah. on the show. They yeah. didn't survive the show. You have to so. put the work in. Look at D. D put in so much work, and that's him. That, yeah, that's his decision. He wakes up in the morning and puts that work in. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in the morning and still shows up on Sundays. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in the morning and still puts that effort in. And that's you can do that too. It's all on you. <clears throat> Come uh, on, motivational. I was speaker. just about to say I love it. Mm-hmm. 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 Take me to church. <laughs> we'll get past the plate around. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, actually a really great segue. Now this is a good segue. <laughs> this is a good one because our, our next our next topic is dreams. Ooh, yes. Is that a good segue? It is. Okay. It is. All right. Okay. I good. love it. Yes. So uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is dreams. And Annie really aspired this uh, one because her dream of a dancer, the one thing that really stood out to me was the moment when she was doing social media for a dance company and she was just going through the movement so just uh, hesitantly because Mm -hmm. she wanted to, like her body wanted to get back into Mm -hmm. it, but she just didn't want to chase her dream. And it starts with the mental. And that's what I always say Mm -hmm. too, right? It's a mental journey. It Mm -hmm. really is a mental journey. And that's the thing. What have you guys... um, dreamt of doing that you guys have not yet achieved yet or in the process of he getting he getting serious Mike yeah he getting serious we'll let you go first yeah please Uh, lead the way lead the way (laughs) my uh, and I'm gonna put this out there for America Lord Jesus I am a show bunny I love I'm all about the glitz and the glam if y'all can't tell (laughs) I'm just so scared of attention (laughs) Um, and so for my birthday next year uh, my dream has always wanted to do perform on stage and so I want to do a, cap, a cabaret where I'm going to sing a couple Ooh, tunes talk a to her to, yes, oh, yes yes and just talk to a couple have a full band behind me and you know or DJ I haven't, I haven't decided but uh, and so I'm just starting that journey um, documenting my process of doing comedy you know I'm, so I'm, gonna do a, uh, I'm doing vlogs and stuff like that, that that people will see a little later and the first one is me doing a, a little stand up comedy set to get me comfortable and you know add some comedy to the routine to my cabaret. So it's a year process, but I'll, that's my good dream. That's incredible. That's, that's a good dream. incredible. Yeah. yeah. And then I can get fit so I can be there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so for me, I came to L.A., as so many have, to, mm-hmm. for acting. Mm-hmm. My children were younger, of course, when we came, and I remember one time saying, you can't call me unless it's an emergency, okay, because they were with the sitter. And so I, I'm like, phone is buzzing and so as soon as it's like cut I'm like hey what's up because I'm emergency you're on set yes mom Brianna took my pencil and I was like what (laughs) but then in that moment I don't know if it was that moment but after I realized that's my dream and I had children and that's urgent her pencil's urgent to her she can't decipher the house is on fire versus something else. <laughs> Everything is on fire. Yeah. So at that moment, I decided to parent. I decided to parent and not do that. That was hustle. the moment. That was yep. the moment. Wow. So that's what I did up until now. They're on a different journey of you know finding them, themselves as young adults, and I'm helping them through that. But now I'm getting back into acting. So that's what the revenge body for me is about: getting back fit so I can get back into acting. I don't want to be self conscious on camera. 
uh, of angles and things like that because of. Have you, you know, began your acting career? Or are you waiting for your body I'm, to get back into? No, it? I, I'm in class. Gotcha. I'm in class, um, doing the fitness, and then after that, I'll do the photos and get back into it. But I could relate to the fear. It's because I'm trained in theater, but that was so long ago. So yeah. much has changed. Yeah. So so I am name. literally scared. I'm yes. literally scared. Me, I, I can see that because a lot of people don't know that because when I do, because I, I because I came from radio and I did speaking and hosting and I hosted in front of a, a lot of people. People just think like, oh, that's why is that? And it's like I am be terrified. I literally be like, oh my god, it's shaking. Like, no, I'm not funny. Like, wait, no, I can't do this. Like, oh my god, my armpits are sweating. Demi, I'm not supposed to do this. Do I stink? Yes, yeah, stink. Okay, I can't do this. No, you know, it's it's a thing. It's a yeah. thing. What about you? Um, I'm gonna brag on myself first. Come on. Okay. So I've lived my life by this. Uh, this creed of if I want to do something, I just do it. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to do stand up comedy, and so I did stand up comedy. Did for years. you? Yeah. That is something I'm, I'm secretly. I just put. I'm not good, <laughs> but uh, I did it for years. I, I tried I really hard for years. The honesty. <laughs> Um, and I, I wanted to, I wanted to rap. I wanted to do music. So I was in a hip hop improv group on uh, on Hollywood Boulevard for two years on Friday nights doing uh, doing hip hop improv. So I was doing comedy and I was freestyle rapping, and that was a uh, that was like a wow. great outlet and exploration that for me. Mm-hmm. Are um, you good at that? I'm pretty good at it. Are you like Are you like Slim Shady good? Nobody Slim Shady good. No? That's a okay. rap guy. I mean, uh, okay, okay, all right. But but I was pretty good. Um, I had a great time doing. It. I was still mm-hmm. doing improv. I'm at Groundlings now. Um, but I've always had this thing. Like t- this year, uh, a few months ago, I got scuba diving certified. Like if I want to do something, I'm going to go do it. I'm just going to make gotcha. it go do it. Um, my next thing, this is a dream that's been haunting me for since Revenge Body. And that's I want to do a photo shoot at Muscle Beach in Venice. Like I want to I want to yeah, be shirt sure off. off. I want to have abs. Like and I want to look ripped and like, like I should belong there. And it's a it's like a very art, very, very superficial a uh, vain dream, but I'm gonna do it, and that, that's why do you want to do it though. Um, Baywatch as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer so for everything yeah. for me going forward now. Like, why? When, Baywatch? When I was, Baywatch. When I was a kid, you know, like I grew up watching all these guys running slow motion down the beach and stuff, and you, that's a very historic and iconic uh, spot, like Muscle mm-hmm. Beach. Um, and I want to, I want to achieve that. Mm-hmm. I like. I trimmed down. I got really thin, mm-hmm. um, thanks to the show. And then for the past two year, year and a half since the show, I've worked on like building muscle and defining, you know, muscle. I'm very chiseled, my upper body now, and now it's just about. Oh, yes. he's very chiseled, y'all. I'm, yo, I am very, very. Are you single with it? No, I'm not single. Okay, okay. so don't Sorry. hit him up now. Right, stay up. out of his DMs. Stay yeah. out of yeah. him. And I'm but, uh, with that. I'm with the superficial yeah. vanity. Yeah, whatever. like it's for me. Like, you did all of that work. Yeah, please. my girlfriend gives me shit every morning because the very first thing I did in the morning is Joe jumping in front of the mirror. Like, oh, <laughs> those poses. oh yeah, abs Angles. are coming in. We're looking good. Oh yeah, I got that. Got that nice back going on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, I have uh, I have a goal, and I'm just gonna it's a long term goal, and I think mm-hmm. that's like with career, with like acting or with camera mm-hmm. work. Like uh, I, my IMDb looks, I look like a legitimate professional now. You know. Because I have a, I have a yes. history, I have a resume, and it's just about it's about the gym. It's like the, everything for me has started with the gym. Yeah. The gym is all about consistency. The gym is not going to let you cheat. The gym is not going to mm-hmm. let you speed through it. It's not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. It's not going to mm-hmm. bullshit you. You're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to do the work to get to where you want to be. And you're going to have to do that over and over again because consistency yes. over time equals results. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's the same thing in the gym as in your life, as in your career, as in your love life. 
you know, how you treat people over time is going to be resultant. That's going to have the result of how they treat you back. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so it's just. Wake and he's up. a motivational speaker, guys. I was a drill sergeant in the army. If you remember <laughs> from the show, so. Like, be speaking of that because uh, so before we wrap up, I, I want to want to dive a little bit more into because I'm very curious and you ain't got to an answer. We live, so you can say shut up. <laughs> uh, you had a relationship mm-hmm. and your girlfriend. Uh, what's a good word? Uh, straight. Yeah. She, you know. <laughs> is, that, is that okay? So yeah. Okay. So so how? But now you have a girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. How going? Kind of going back to trust, right? How did you not allow that uh, infidelity and oh, that relationship come did. to? It one hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. That was something we had to work through together. Was like she had a you know I'm not her I'm not your past got I'm, you I'm my own person mm. um, and like we had to have that conversation repeatedly um, really yeah like, how did it manifest for you well like the you, the non trust insecurity straight up mm-hmm. straight up insecurity and she called me on it she like don't be insecure right now because she's not like she's what? not she's not in social media like, like as much as I am she's not in that whole she's a she's a, she works for NASA so like she's. She's a totally different type of person than I am. <laughs> well, now, uh, <laughs> so uh, like I'll be like, uh, you know, taking photos for Instagram and like throw stuff up. up and she'll be like, take that down. Do you know, like that's that doesn't look good for me. Like that's I wasn't into that. I'd be like, oh, oh. like it's like I like the couple the whole couple-y stuff. Like uh-huh. I'm into that, and she's at 100 not. And at first, like it was really insecure. Like, oh, there's no like oh, no I couple can see photos. How that oh, yeah. so you're like yeah. you trying to hide yeah, me? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. So here's my question then. She ain't here to speak for herself <laughs> because I'm I'm kind of on your <laughs> side because because I'm a I'm an externally motivated person. Mm-hmm. People can call that whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware about that mm-hmm. that process. And so I need that like PDA mm-hmm. or that yeah. like you know what I mean that people mm-hmm. see that what's happening to hold me accountable mm-hmm. and to keep me moving and that this shit is real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, how did you? Because you're obviously that way yeah. in that aspect. Uh, we keep a very open dialogue. Got you. And learning that it's okay to have an open dialogue, and that we can just talk about these things. Mm. And then, like when she, when I'm when I'm feeling insecure, it's like I have to come and like yo. I'm how do you insecure. know? Here's my question: How do you know when you're being insecure versus you're just coming from your perspective, mm-hmm. right? Because right. there's still a level of that, right? Just because of right. of your upbringing and the lack of what you didn't have or mm-hmm. the lack of what I didn't have. I need this. This is not an insecurity. I need this. That's right. where best friends come in. God, you know that's where you that's where you go to your support group, like you know your family, your friends. Like, look, before I freak out, am I being you know how do you like this is my perspective? Is mm-hmm. you know because because we only see through our own eyes, like, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to sometimes go into a third party, go to uh, mm-hmm. someone that you trust to to take a look at you know through your eyes and give you their perspective on it. Like, okay, mm. that that's kind of shady, maybe something or you know. Yeah. You're, you're being dumb. You know? <laughs> Stop. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. That's the end of the show. Oh, my God. Oh, the show went by so fast. Vince Body then did it again. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so really quickly, predictions. We're just going to go through predictions really fast. Raven. Your After oh, Buzz man. TV predictions. I can never predict this show. Okay, what do you predict about any of the contestants right now? We can do oh, that. I hate they're not contestants. I mean, okay, oh, because they're not the contestants. I think all of the participants, from what I've seen and and got to personally witness are so bomb and that everyone has taken this I haven't seen anyone fall off the wagon or whatever you, you know you want to call it everyone is just doing so much better overall in life and it speaks yes. to what you what you mentioned just mm-hmm. about fitness and it not allowing you to cheat you can't be this way in this area and be other ways in another area it translates overall so fitness goes across the board yes, yes. it has been so inspirational and I, I just think everyone is going to continue to I look forward to seeing someone like, oh, look at her 
rapping or oh look at him in his book and oh look at him on Disney like I just look forward to seeing everybody and I think that's what's going to happen for everyone yes what about you uh I just, like, I love everybody that stays part of the family. Like, we go through the journey, and that we can continue to talk and communicate about mm-hmm. it um, because it's a different experience. Not a lot of people have this, this shared experience that we have. Yeah. Um, and so I like to see the people, like, me and Rocco still have a beautiful friendship. And he's awesome. He's I love, amazing. I love me some Rocco. And, like, to, we're there for each other. Like, I think that these two lovely young ladies are going to, like, because they put in so much work, <clears> and you yeah. saw the transformations they made are going to continue to let that bleed into the other parts of life. You know, fitness in body, fitness in mind, and fitness in spirit. It's It becomes a whole part of you, and when you capture that is when you actually see the results, when, mm-hmm. when things actually change. And, and I think yeah. they're doing phenomenal. So mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I think that my, one of my predictions, especially for Annie, is I think she's going to be a killer dancer. I think she's going to get oh, back yes. to where she once was because I, you I could look, tell I'm that. I'm going to find her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's going to be really great. I think I'll be shooting on our music video for too long. So Come on now. She yeah. might be my dancer on my uh, cabaret. And I can't wait I, for that. Wait, don't just. <laughs> I got both of y'all. I got both of y'all. Can I just shout out Corey? Corey, I love, love, love your vulnerability on this show, and you did it again this episode. I truly appreciate how open you are with your life, Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. your um, the people that you train. It's such a beautiful thing. Especially that. somebody like that coming from the African American community who so who has this very masculine uh, mm-hmm. perception and how in the community sometimes we can those that that type of person can be kind of scared to open up. Mm-hmm. Th- that's to me is why it's even more like wild for him to have mm-hmm. done something like that. I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he gives us the masculinity without the toxicity. And- yes, yep, yep, yep. yes, absolutely. I'll steal that. Thank you. Yeah, masculinity without the toxicity. <laughs> um, thank you guys for coming on to the show. We hope you had a wonderful time. Uh, tell them where they can find you guys okay so you can find me at the michael kolb on instagram super easy you can find me on all social media raven and i r-a-i-v-e-n french instagram twitter everything french instagram <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on all social media platforms dran anderson or on dranderson.com where i have blogs and you can purchase my book colorful confessions from headache and heartbreak to healing and happiness which is a self-help book until next time we'll buzz you later bye Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 